up. I see one more of these local news places say that there were tens of thousands of folks in Washington, D.C. yesterday. How about telling the truth, which is there were hundreds of thousands of folks. What do you mean tens of thousands? That sounds like 50,000, 60,000, 70,000. How about hundreds of thousands? Nearly 300,000 showed up in D.C. yesterday. Last weekend, 100,000 in Paris. Yesterday, 300,000 in D.C. A pro-Palestine. How does your little bitch 5,000 parade look like now in Bay Ridge, bitches? How does that look now? 400,000, nearly a half a million people between Paris and Washington, D.C. Don't you tell me the Jews aren't fighting back, Curtis. You could have your 5,000 in Bay Ridge, your 1,800 crossing the Manhattan Bridge and Brooklyn Bridge. You can have it. If you weren't emotional yesterday watching that parade, well, you wouldn't watch it if you're a Jew hater anyway. But if you don't hate the Jews and you didn't get emotional yesterday, you're an animal. There's no way you couldn't. It was just unbelievable. Now, look, there were parts that annoyed the hell out of me. Every time a politician spoke, even Herzog, and thanked Joe Biden, I actually left the room. I swear to God, I can't stand Joe Biden. And now Joe Biden puts himself in a pretty tough situation because he said yesterday, and this is his quote, not my quote, deal to release the hostages is, quote, going to happen. And all I can say is from Joe Biden's mouth to God's ears, he better be right. He is cocksure this is going to happen. And Israel's taking a five-day pause, and everybody seems to be moving towards these hostages are coming home. Even the families have said the last day or so they are relieved and happy. So the message coming from Biden and the White House is they're coming home. The message from Israel is we're in some Fakakta hospital in Gaza trying not to kill everybody to wipe out Hamas. I'm not hearing that from Benjamin Netanyahu, but I'm hearing it from Joe Biden. But one of the reasons why I can't stand Joe Biden is 300,000 people in Washington, D.C. yesterday to fight for the Jews. Guess who wasn't there? Noam, you've got one guess. It would be Joe Biden. Now, why wouldn't Joe Biden be there? The, 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 The mother effer is literally right down the block. I don't know. I mean, it, you don't think know. It'd be an easy ride, right? Just you don't know. Well, you House. know. You know. All right. Because he doesn't really care. He doesn't care. He may get the hostages out. He may, because America still possesses a tremendous amount of power. Even with a feckless creep like him, we still possess a tremendous amount of power. Nobody wants to f with us. Transgenders, gays. It doesn't matter. Nobody wants to mess with us. That's a that's a fact. So he may get them out. But not because he's losing sleep at night, this creep. Why wasn't he there? Where the hell was his uh, vice president? Well, I just got, where was... What, 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 what was she doing not yesterday? Even, not even her. She does nothing. <laughs> nothing. She does nothing. <laughs> Here we got 300,000 people and the president and the vice president nowhere near the place. In fact, you know who made that point yesterday on Fox News? Tulsi Gabbard. Let's play it, Lewis. 
Tulsi Gabbard, cut number 15. People are pouring in from all across the country to take this very important stand against anti-Semitism and against the Hamas terrorist Islamist groups that, it, that are vowing to exterminate not only the Jews, but sending this call to action to people around the world to go after and destroy and kill anyone who doesn't adhere to their radical interpre interpretation of Islam. I got to tell you, there's a, there's a very loud absence, though, in knowing that President Biden and Vice President Harris are literally just down the street. As people are traveling here from all over the country, yet they don't feel it's important enough to come and stand with our fellow Americans to send this strong and resounding message at a time when anti-Semitic attacks around the world are at their height, that we will not allow it to continue, that we stand with Israel and the Jewish people. Getting back to Biden, though, for a second, as Tulsi Gabbard takes a very deserved shot at the president and the vice president, getting back to the hostage talk. I guess the deal is, Noam, that um, five-day pause equals 70 hostages. That's about one quarter of the hostages they've got. But is that the deal, 70? You know, we don't know, because he's the only one who's mentioned it. Uh, when Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's been asked about it, he's specifically said, I'm not going to talk about it, essentially worried that he might ruin whatever deal they're working on. Well, Biden doesn't care. Here he is yesterday at the White House, again, a couple of feet away from the march. He couldn't make it, but he was talking about this potential deal to bring the hostages home, telling the families, hang on, we're coming. Joe Biden, cut number four. I believe it's going to happen, but I don't want to get into detail. What's your message to the families? Hang in there. We're coming. I don't know about you guys, but when I think about the great Jews across this country, first two guys that come to mind for me are Van Jones and Hakeem Jeffries. You? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's where this, this rally lost me a bit yesterday. Chuck Schumer. You know, Herzog is a great man. I get it. You know, they got to thank the United States. Kind of like when I yelled at the Israeli consulate at that dinner with uh, John and Margot a couple of weeks ago at the rabbi dinner. And Rabbi Potashnik basically told me to shut up. Uh, should, well, should come to the back. <laughs> they told me to leave. But, uh, look, I know they need the United States. They need the money. They need the support. I get all that. So they bend over backwards to appease this president who, again, couldn't care less. But uh, Van Jones was there, Hakeem Jeffries was there, he was there, and they all said all the right things. Here is uh, Van Jones. This uh, Lewis is cut number 16. He stands with Israel. Uh, horrific acts of hatred against Jewish people. The FBI says it's been unprecedented. 400% increase just in the past three weeks. Uh, you, if you don't know that, it's because your social media algorithm is not telling you that. And you might want to ask yourself why. But once you know, once you know, you cannot be silent. I don't want to be silent because the Jewish community, the Jewish community stood with the civil rights movement. We come back to that. See that? Walking arm in arm. Yeah. Facing death. Oh, shut up. Go See, you've got to come back to that. It's got to be about the blacks. They stood with the civil rights. It ain't about the blacks yesterday, my friend. <laughs> Sorry, Van. Hakeem Jeffries spoke, too. He also talked about standing with Israel. Hakeem Jeffries cut number six. 
we stand together with the Jewish community in Israel. We stand together with the Jewish community in America. We stand together with the Jewish community all throughout the world. We stand together in the effort to crush anti-Semitism. We stand together in the effort to crush anti-Jewish hate. We stand together in the effort to bring home the hostages. We stand together in the effort to make sure that America will always be a safe space for the Jewish community in every single zip code. So the speaker, Mike Johnson, was at the rally, too. And we're going to get to Mike with Noam here momentarily. We've got three Long Island guests in a row coming on today. Congressman Anthony D'Esposito, he'll be here at 740. Then we're going to talk to Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman coming up at 815. He was at the march. And then, of course, Congressman Peter King coming up at 840. So Long Island the red Long Island, very well represented on sitting friends in the morning today. But the speaker, what a big day yesterday, Mike Johnson, he was at the rally and he said, listen, Israel's going to stop kicking ass when Hamas ceases to be a threat. This, Lewis, is Speaker Mike Johnson, cut number 12. Israel will cease their counteroffensive when Hamas ceases to be a threat to the Jewish state. And then he talked about how Biden should be at the march. I mean, again, he's right down the block. The president, Joe Biden, I love Israel. I'm getting the hostages out, blah, blah, blah. And the vice president, who's black, she should be aware of the civil rights that Jewish people have stood for for many, many years. Neither one of them were there. Here's Speaker Mike Johnson on Fox and Friends talking about that absence shows weakness. Cut number 14. It would certainly be nice to have the president or the vice president or both at this rally. They need to be here. Um, He needs to show his support, and we need to project strength on the world stage. The problem with the Biden presidency overall is that we're projecting weakness, and that invites aggression. 